Tasha the Catalyst here. Welcome back to Human Design for Parents and Kids. I am your host, Sasha Clark, and I am so glad you're here. Today, we are going to start, we're going to embark on a journey through all of the nine centers in the Human Design Body Graph. And I'm hoping along the way that we will pause and reflect a bit on the different energies that are um, present in each of, of the centers. And anyway, so I'm so excited. Today, we're just going to go do kind of a flyover, a brief introduction of the energy centers that we call um, centers in human design. So get out. If you want to get out a pen and paper, that would probably be helpful. But you know what? You can always come back to this. It's a podcast. Just take take your time. Please don't get out a pen and paper if you're driving. <laughs> anyway, my goal is to keep it short and sweet, but give you kind of an overview of what the each of the centers um, creates in terms of energy. So when we refer to centers in the human design world, um, the language that, that we're using is we call it centers. That's really the, the little, little geometric shapes inside the body graph. So you'll notice at the top that there's a triangle followed by an upside down triangle and then a square and then a diamond in the middle and so on and so forth. These are each considered centers. So these are kind of like collections of energy and they correlate with different sections of the body, which is why you usually see like a grayed out area behind the geometric shapes that represents the body in some way. So for example, the, um, the root center is often connected to the adrenal glands and that fight or flight instinct that we have, um, or the, um, the spleen is often connected to the lymphatic system, which in our biofeedback that goes through the endocrine system. So, um, but you don't need to get too much in the weeds with that unless you're really interested in becoming a human design systems analyst. But for those of you that are parents listening to this podcast, um, you are, all you really need to know is that these centers, um, act like radio stations. So if you're, if you're, Sent with your geometric shape on your chart, any one of them is colored in and charts come in all different colors nowadays, right? You get, and like the ones on my website are in my brand colors and the one on my teacher's website, Karen Curry Parker, hers are in a completely different color. And, um, so I like to compare the centers to, um, the way radio signals happen. And I know this is a little old school because again, you're listening to a podcast on your phone, probably in an ear, a Bluetooth in your ear, right? Um, so radio stations, I mean, most cars still have radio stations built into them, but, um, I don't think it'll be a whole lot further in the future before, uh, well, what do I know? I thought TV was going to become obsolete once they started doing on demand as well, but TV's still going strong. So whatever. Anyway, so I liken the, the, the stations or the centers in the body graph to, radio stations. If they're colored in, and it doesn't matter what color they are, if they're colored in, that is an energy that's consistent with like a radio station where it's continually transmitting information day and night. And defined centers are not immune from the need for deconditioning. Um, but the way that we go about deconditioning a defined center is a little bit different than the way that we go about deconditioning an open or undefined center. 
if your chart has a geometric shape that is completely white and has no gates defined, then we call that an open center. And if it's completely white with a few gates defined, then we call that an undefined center because there is some energy in that, that section of the body graph, but it's not completely, um, it's not completely defined. What causes a center to become defined is if there's a gate, um, if the gate has a ch complete channel to another gate. So for example, in my chart, the 64 and the 47, the 64 on the head center is, makes a complete channel to the 47. So both the head center, I'm sorry, makes a complete channel to the 47 in the Ajna, just below it. And so that completed channel makes both my head center and my Ajna defined. Now on my, also using myself as an example, um, in my ego center is completely undefined. There are no gates in my ego center that are defined. And so that is what we call an open center. Um, conversely in the root center, I have one gate defined. And so that is considered undefined. Um, and it's a hanging gate because I do not have the corresponding gate in the solar plexus defined. So again, you don't need to know all that jargon. What you need to know is that the open or white, open undefined, or what we would call white centers, those are, they can be two things. They kind of act like a radio transmitter. So whatever energy is coming off the aura field of other people in those centers. So like if, if I'm around some, I have an open throat. If I'm around someone who has a defined throat, I will often pick up in the energy like a re radio receiver. And if I'm not very self-aware and I haven't been experimenting in my human design very long, I oftentimes noticed before my human design experiment that I would, that my body would automatically amplify the sound of uh, the throat energy that's coming through the other throats that are close by. Now, here's a perfect example of what that amplification looks like as a child, since this is human design for parents and kids. Um, if it, when I was a seven-year-old child, I would, no matter where I was sitting in the classroom, if I was sitting near someone who had a question, I would raise my hand and ask it. Now, I have, and it, at the time, I had no idea how I knew what they wanted to ask, but like two or three times a week, someone would lean over and say, I'm so glad you asked that. I was going to ask that too. And so it was like, I didn't, I was unaware of it. I was still operating in the conditioning that was happening from being next to somebody with a defined throat. Now, as a teenager, what that would sound like is that I oftentimes would get like a higher pitched voice and I would start talking really fast and it was really like attention seeking um, because by the time I was a teenager, I had been around so much conditioning in my throat center with a, no awareness of it whatsoever that I um, would try to combat the feeling of that strong throat definition around me with attention seeking behavior so that I could speak so that I could be heard. And so one of the things that I've had to decondition as an adult, and I'm hoping you don't have to, I'm the reason I'm sharing the story with you is so that you can be sensitive to some of these conditioning, deconditioning issues, um, with your children. That way, um, hopefully they don't have to work so hard at, um, realigning themselves with their, their true energy when they become adults, if we start to help them align correctly as children. So, um, 
One of the things that would have helped would be for my parents to make a concerted effort to ask me for my thoughts or to tell them a story. Um, both of those gates are defined in my throat, throat center, um, to draw out of me things that I need, that I needed to share. Um, and also, I mean, I could go on about that for a while, but they didn't know about human design. I totally forgive them for that. I didn't know about human design until 2010, and I didn't do a lot of deconditioning work back then either. I just worked on the, the two main things that I could wrap my head around. I've told you that story before, which was waiting for the invitation as a projector and um, and not amplifying solar plexus energy in my children, my daughter and my husband. So, and I did work on those two things diligently for the first 10 years of knowing human design. And then I started working on the rest of it. So if you're new to human design, I just want to let you know that it is okay. If it's taking you a while, it's totally okay. You are moving at the right pace for you. And, um, there's no push this, all this um, information is just meant to empower you. So Back to the point, if you have a child with an open center, you may want to be um, cognizant, when, especially when they're around other people that have those same centers defined. Now, you can't avoid being conditioned by other people's energy. In fact, the sun um, goes through every one of the 64 gates in the body graph in a year's time. So, And the moon goes through all 64 gates within 28 to 29, sometimes 30 days. So the point is that you're being conditioned by the planetary movements all the time. The point of knowing this, um, it's kind of my favorite thing to say now is that if you know what kind of, if I don't know if you've ever had to work in retail and, and had to learn how to spot a counterfeit bill. Um, again, that's kind of dating me because so many people use debit cards nowadays, but anyway, um, when I worked in retail last, we had to be able to spot a genuine $100 bill and a genuine 50. And the, uh, the reason is because, um, no, the only way you can learn to spot a genuine one is to just look to like study what it looks like, because you'll notice, uh, cause I noticed that whenever someone would try to pass a counterfeit one, it would look very, very close. I mean, the best lies are very close to the truth, right? So the counterfeit one would look very, very close to the real one, but there would be just that one color that was off or that one line isn't where it's supposed to be or that just an artist mistake, right? Because an artist who is <laughs> trying to copy a, a $100 bill can't do it as easily as a machine that's printing multiples of these, right? So, um, so we were trained to know the the original so well that we could spot a counterfeit very easily and that's kind of my encouragement to the parents now is that you're going to study your own child's body graph so well that when they behave in a way that isn't aligned with who you know they are you can deal with that with grace and gentleness and humor even and love and um, because they're anytime we are acting in what traditional human design calls the not self or what I prefer to call like being out of tune vibrationally. Um, anytime we're, we're a little slightly off tune, that just means we need to retune again. My violin, uh, I play, I'm a musician and my violin can be like a quarter of a note out of tune and it will make a weird, it does change the vibration of the music. Now for a non-musical ear, you might not be able to hear that it's a little pitchy, um, but for a trained musician, it's really pitchy. I was just trying to sing 
I don't know what it was. Um, Baby, let me drive your car by the Beatles on a different, on a class I was teaching um, the other day. And I was pitchy because I haven't sang very much for the last few months. I don't know why I've been kind of busy. And, um, but I noticed it. I'm sure no one else will notice it, but I noticed it. Do you see what I'm saying? So I've studied my own voice well enough to know when it doesn't quite sound right. And, um, and that's what, that's my encouragement with this body graphic. It, it isn't so much about like making your mind overwhelmed with all the different gates and having to memorize all that. And that's all really strenuous work. All I'm really trying to say is to study. Like I would, I'm encouraging parents to, and so run this through your authority and see if this resonates with you. But I'm encouraging parents to not only study their own body graph, um, by looking at it every day and, and experimenting and playing with those different energies in your own body graph, but also to take one child at a time and focus on their chart and their energy and how you can best get to know them and kind of be their student of their energy. Um, I really firmly believe that our children that were given to us on a soul contract. And so when, because they're on a soul contract with us, their soul, their energy and their design um, crystal and their personality crystal though the the imprints that came into this incarnation with are just as much here to teach us something as we are here to teach them something it is the the conditioning doesn't work just one way and i'll tell you a brief story about how i know that's true so i have a completely open undefined and completely open g-center when my oldest child who is a leo rising um, was my primary focus in my house because she was the only child (laughs) I was in a country band playing my violin as a fiddle and um, really just doing a lot of Leo Rising things because Leo Rising is kind of a performer. And I am also a Leo Rising, so that energy was very compatible, and we had a lot of good times together doing that. She used to come along with the band. She came to band practice. She used to sing with us sometimes. She'd line dance with us sometimes, and um, we did a lot of, like, county fairs and stuff like that, so... Very family, the whole band was pretty family oriented, but that's a story for another day. When my oldest boy was born, I again I have this open, undefined, um, completely open G center, and so we ran a daycare out of our home while he was young, and that's because he's a line one three, and I the energy of our family was like, I need to be home, he needs to be well cared for, he needs to be safe, and that is a lot of the vibrational energy in his chart. And then when my second child was born, or my second son, my third child, he is a two-four, and he is like the networking genius. And at that point, I was running a network marketing business, and it became wildly successful during his first couple years of his life when I was holding him in my aura all the time. And I have pictures of us at booths where I'm selling these essential oils, and I still sell them. I mean, I still have an account, and I still love them, and we still use them all the time. Um, but I just don't do the classes and everything like I used to, and especially not the booths. Be- but when he was young, we would go to these booths and he would smile. I mean, the oils practically sold themselves because this cute little baby is in this like carrier strap with me and he's just smiling at people and he loves people and he can't get enough of people and they're all his best friends, you know, <laughs> and he's like six months old and he, you know, he didn't get tired of it at all. And, um, and then my fourth child, my third son was born and he is, um, he's also a projector and I was so tired and I basically like 
stopped, I mean, it pretty much started streamlining everything in our lives to be calmer and to be home more and to nap more frequently, more regularly, and just to align myself with his energy. And um, it's interesting because his Chiron is about some of the wounding that happens in the family of origin. And here I am, the business that has come out of, it's, it was just something I accidentally observed while I was in a branding class with another wonderful human design um, professional. And um, and I just, just like was looking at this pattern and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like my open G center at play because each one of the children that I was holding close in my aura was conditioning my G center and giving me direction and I didn't even know it. So it's hard for me to put a lot of negativity or negative connotation to the word conditioning when it happens as easily as holding your child and loving them and having them in your space. So the only way you can really avoid any conditioning is to go live on a mountaintop by yourself. And even then the sun, the moon, Jupiter, Pluto, and especially Mercury are all going to still condition you <laughs> without your permission. So good luck with that. Um, rather instead, what I like to teach people with open centers, and I have a lot to offer in this sense because seven of my centers are open, is that I, again, I, if, if the defined centers are the radio station, then the open centers are like the radio receiver inside your car. And you can decide what station to turn it to. You can decide to turn it all the way off if you want to and pass that noise back where it came from. Or you can turn it up and amplify it, which is what we usually do when we're not conscious of what we're doing. Um, but like I said, you have options. You can change the station if you want to. You don't have to necessarily amplify that particular energy that's coming into your field at all times. So, um, and one of the other tricks I like to talk to people about with open centers is to just imagine themselves filled with light and love and pushing that light and love out through the open centers into the aura field so that it kind of fills up like a, like a, I, I always imagine it like a, a beaker, you know, like one of them science beakers and it just gradually fills up with the smoke from your science experiment or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's like this glittery fairy dust colored gold love and it's just pure love. And if you just let that come down through your head into your G center and then radiate out into your aura field from there and then back up through the root and then back to the G center and back out into the aura field. I can often protect myself from conditioning just by pushing out love and kind of fuzzing the signal that's trying to come in through the open centers. So that's enough chatting for today. I um, wanted to draw your attention, I guess, before we go, I have um, created a new course for you and I hope that it will serve you well. A lot of the parents that I'm working with in my coaching have been expressing to me that, you know, all of this, so much information on the, the web, the internet, the interwebs, as I call them, um, there's so much information out there about different human design stuff. And it's, you, you know, you really have to kind of like cherry pick the good stuff and cut and paste and to put it all together to get a, a to do a reading over your child's chart. And so what my solution to that question, and the question really is, how can I just boil this down to the stuff I really need to know, right? So I have created an email course, a very affordable email course. It's available on my website now um, where you can take one child at a time and learn to read their chart yourself. 
And it's great because I have it set up as a choose your own adventure kind of style. So when we get to the section about, um, about, uh, profiles, for example, you don't have to listen to all six profiles or all 16 combinations of profiles. You only have to have to listen to the two audios that have to do with your child's profile energy. And it's just real streamlined, real simple, lots of support. Um, we have a, a live class that goes on with it. We have um, help desk services available too. So check it out, www.sashaclark.com. And I look forward to you, talking to you soon. Bye.